this is Spoken by Ellsworth, a Femdom Hypnosis Podcast, Season 4. Before we get into the podcast today, I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor, FLR Inc. FLR Inc. Discreet Training Treats are the perfect edible drops of discipline for the man in your life who needs to be led by the nose or the tongue. Sweet, sour, or fiery hot, the FLR Discreet Training Treats let him know if he's on the right track for pleasing you. Just little bits, not too much to spoil his appetite for more. Satisfaction guaranteed. Try FLR Inc. Discreet Training Treats today. So welcome to How to Succeed at Locktober, Part 1. This is Part 1 of a two-part series dedicated to the Spoken by Ellsworth Locktober for 2022. Now, if you're not familiar with it, Locktober is the nickname given to October for those who spend the month in chastity, typically done with a cage key lock, right? But we're going to talk more about cages and how to use hypnosis instead later on. But let's just talk about my version of Locktober for now. I adore teasing you, taunting you, nudging you, but this Locktober, I want you to succeed. That will be the recurring theme. Sure, we'll have other chastity games where I'll definitely win by making you fail, but this month is going to be like our Lent. (laughs) Not everyone is expected to participate, but for those who do, we're going to make sure we both get something out of it. And even if this isn't your typical thing, I suspect you're going to want to push yourself, because it is one of my things. And because you can toss your email address into the pot to receive an exclusive, free, October 22 reward trigger. This trigger will only be available to those who participate in October and it will be used in future podcast episodes and sessions. It's important to note that on the SpokenByElswith.com Locktober page, you'll find the list of recommended triggers, including one of the newer ones, the Mild Rebuke. And this is where I should also give you the disclaimer to do the safe word setting session, whichever one you choose. Okay, so 
what do you get from chastity and specifically what's the benefit of October? Well, October means not waiting until next week or, you know, after that guy's weekend to begin. It starts on October 1st. No wavering, no excuses. 31 days of devotion. 31 days of making new habits, remaking new thoughts. Seeing you succeed at this, I do like a successful man. So while you're waiting for it to begin, one thing to do is to write down your expectations, your desires. Before October rolls around, tell me what you hope to gain from the experience. Now be specific. Don't just say a better submissive. That's what you always want to work on, isn't it? And next month in October, there will be a podcast episode that revisits this idea of your expectations. Okay, so how are you going to do it? If you have a cage or cages, you can use what is available to you. Some might even have the very, very nice piercings. <laughs> if so, go for it. If you want to try one, um, hurry up and do so before October rolls around so you can get a decent fit on a device. Um, now some, you may decide to rotate through cages, others, they choose one and stick with it. If you want my opinion or want me to choose, go ahead and send me some pics of your uh, toy drawer and I'll let you know. Make sure if you plan to leave it on the entire time that you're aware of the hygiene and safety requirements. But let's say you want to fully indulge in this hypno kink and use trance. Use a chastity device or thought that's set by me. So instead of a physical lock, your lock ties into our headspace. And my words, your word runes, your triggers, they keep you in line. Now this may take a bit more effort on your part, especially if you're new. But I know you can do it. And listening to the chastity sessions regularly, they help to keep that lock in place. Seriously, I have no doubt you can do it. I know the power that my words have over you. Now, while we're being practical, as I mentioned before, with hygiene and safety, it should be stated that regular ejaculation 
it is good for you. I don't recommend following Locktober with a no-nut November. <laughs> After all, my permissive circumstances, they're generally quite lenient. Uh, so by now, you should have worked out that I love when you're worked up and need to come. Needy boys sometimes make the best boys of all. And many a pet, many a man has worked out ruined orgasms in a cage or milking with a prostate toy. It isn't that difficult, it just takes determination. And in the next episode, we're going to talk a bit more about wet dreams. Whenever this topic of chastity comes up or a new session comes out, I find my inbox full of nosy boy questions asking what I get from it. Do I just want you to suffer? Decide to fixate on that cock locked away. No, well, sometimes the first one. <laughs> but that's not my main goal. Let me tell you a story about a soft-spoken, polite, chaste gentleman. Now, I knew of his kinks due to online discussions, and I found him <laughs> in a very kink related section of the internet, um, but in everyday life, he was about as out there as you'd imagine an everyday accountant to be. Uh, dressed nicely, but not stylish, um, well-spoken, but usually didn't say much. Good manners. The kind of guy you'd meet at a party uh, talk to you for 5, 10, maybe even 20 minutes. But afterward, you likely don't remember him. Though you may remember, it felt nice to talk to him. Now my partner at the time and I, we met up with this fellow for a weekend getaway. Just one of those whimsical ideas that took hand and we decided to go for it. No idea where it'd go, yet open to possibilities. I was mostly just floored by how willing to be invisible he was, as my much louder, <laughs> um, younger, flirtatious, untrained partner merrily took over most conversations, um, suggesting where we eat and what we do next, uh, and as day turned to evening, it was clear that in the polite, chaste gentleman's mind, I was mistress, even if I didn't own him, and I was afforded all the rights of my position. Doors opened, chairs pulled out, um, and constant, without being overly annoying, attention to my needs. 
So as night did come in and we three went to bed, that attention to my needs stayed. Now, I'm not at all slighting any of my other lovers, not in the least, (laughs) but I will say that I greatly benefited from the previous mistresses training this man in the ways of sexual delight. Should also mention that he almost all of the time had a cock cage as well. Now, so never once did I feel like he wanted attention from me, nor did I feel any pressure at all. Um, it was a while ago, it was early on to my definite switch to FLRs. For those who don't know, that means female led relationship. And it sealed the deal on knowing exactly how I wanted to be treated and how high the bar would be. He made a study of my body, watching my fingers give a demonstration of how I like to be touched, and then replicating that with his tongue and fingers and was the first man to get me to a squirting orgasm. Months later, uh, he visited me for a few weeks and yeah, he was in my bed nightly. Now, did I ever see him orgasm or help him to do so? Nope. Uh, That was not his thing in any way, shape or form. For him, It was about being allowed to serve as long as the mistress wanted and then go back to his unassuming self. This is a guy I'd never see myself dating um, and a monogamous relationship would have likely left me so damn bored. He was nice, but he was not my style of out of the bedroom nice. Um, you know, in the Wheel of Time books, well, I guess it's a show now as well, the um, Aes Sedai, they have those warders, and they're there for like physical protection, um, I think as well as like psychological, because they share a lot of the emotional burden and so on. I could see him as that and that would be fine um (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with that and I have no doubt he would have been quite satisfied with that arrangement now I like the witty charming type who knows our relationship yet also knows how to be fully himself in it um So with that said, you know, if the polite chase gentleman sub was still local to me, he's not, um, would I be enjoying his company in my bed? Absolutely. He is one that found chastity allowed him to be the kind of submissive that he wanted to be. That deep level of servitude that for him wasn't possible outside of being chased. As mentioned earlier, ejaculation is good for the prostate, so he was ordered a few times to empty himself, 
uh, but he wouldn't have dreamt of asking for my assistance. Do I expect you to turn into this polite, chaste gentleman sub during October? No. I do expect you to move further into discovering the submissive personality that works for you. Whether it's in everyday life or hypnotic sessions that take you to our headspace. To learn more about using your creativity and intelligence. Perhaps improving your hypnosis skills or even writing more about the shared headspace and giving it to me. Expand on the pieces you can expand on and uh, fill me in on what you came up with. Practice getting to that submissive trance state faster. While you won't be using sessions during October to help you orgasm, you are expected to use all of the sessions available to help you discover more about yourself. I mentioned writing because one of the physical acts that many lock subs indulge in are acts of sexual service to their mistress. My bed isn't that big. <laughs> I mean, even if I rented like a local tennis court and filled it with mattresses, uh, we might still struggle for space. So, instead, you're going to serve me, be with me, through your words. You will tell me about your trips to our headspace. Now, if you've been with me for a while, I know you can take yourself to that trance. Recite the entreaty for Ellsworth, or spend time breathing in while I breathe out. Play the spoken by Ellsworth background music and let yourself in. Let yourself explore. And then be brave. Be willing to grow and expand on skills and even if we don't need a towel at the end, know that I will be reading your words and allowing myself to meet you there. Now, during NaNoWriMo in November, National Novel Writing Month, um, which is way better than No Nut November, <laughs> uh, people write entire novels. Why not see what you're capable of as you join me in October? I know you have imagination. I know you have desire. And now you just need the confidence. I will allow if you feel like Writing it out, typing it out, sending to me is a bit too much that you speak it, record yourself, and send it to me. Let me know how 
you're serving me in the shared headspace. Okay, in part two, I'm going to tell you exactly what will be available to you on the Spoken by Ellswith website to get you through those 31 days, not just surviving them, but thriving during them and coming out on the other side as more of the man I want you to be. Some of the topics are going to include, you know, what if you're usually chased and locked? And about beginner, intermediate, advanced, I'm going to have special challenge sessions available. Also, what if you have a partner, a key holder? And what about those wet dreams? Do they mean that you're out? And finally, what to expect from the Spoken by Ellsworth podcast during October? Okay, so I'll see you then for part two. And that should be, for those listening in the present, on Monday. Go ahead and check out the Locktober page today, spokenbyelswith.com slash Locktober, or you can just do elswith.com slash Locktober. Same thing. And don't forget to pop your email in that box if you plan to participate. On November 1st, you'll be expected to visit the website again, and then you'll receive, assuming you are successful, your reward.